All right, here we go. Uh, this is episode number 74 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast. Uh, this episode was sort of bittersweet. Uh, and I don't think we've talked about it much at all, but uh, Andre, one of the people we started the site with, his uh, 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 family sort of took a position, and they will be moving abroad. They'll be moving to Turkey. Uh, they'll be doing some rather important work. Uh, but as any of you would knowledge of geography might guess that is quite a ways away from Washington DC uh, so that means that uh, Andre won't be stopping by as often uh, as he has won't be on the podcast too much anymore uh, which is a damn shame because uh, from the start of the site um, it, it, it has been uh, sort of Andre's freakish ability to simply just go and do things that has, has always driven us forward, always getting us, getting us over the hump of what we were going to do, whether it was uh, either just starting the site, whether it was getting into live photography uh, or this podcast, um, Andre has, has sort of, uh, if not directly handled that, uh, the, the mechanics of that, he has certainly been the one to uh, just sort of say, hey, we got this, man. Um, so... Uh, I think it goes without saying that we will all miss uh, his presence on this podcast. Uh, and for this one, we had uh, if longtime listeners should uh, recognize Carrie uh, is back, uh, came back to say goodbye uh, and talk about two of uh, the bands that actually you know drew her in and some other people, the Rosebuds and Eric Johnson. Um. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It uh, as everything we do, uh, it, it won't be the same. Uh, but it'll still be fun as shit uh, because uh, that's the whole point of doing this because, you know, we love doing it. Uh, and we love uh, doing it when Andre's around. Uh, so we're just not going to be able to do that for a while. Two years? We'll see. And, you know, it might pop up now and then a special Skype episode from Turkey. So uh, all you listeners who are just listening to hear Andre... Uh, I guess this is the last time you're going to listen to our podcast. Uh, the, to the rest of you, uh, we, we did get a little little inebriated in this one, so I apologize for slurred speech. Uh, but uh, we're talking about two artists that we uh, really love. Uh, and uh, yeah, and my friend Shane showed up. So just happened to be uh, in the hood from abroad as well. Uh, so he weighs in a little bit. So if you hear a voice you don't uh, find familiar, that is Shane. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to shut up now and, and go in a corner and cry. Uh, but this is episode number 74 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, Andre's last podcast. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. That right there is a lot of a
And it's like, yeah, all right, all right, Eric. How's that go? Good for you, buddy. <laughs> Look what you did. I mean, that's a good enough fucking start. What is this going to be? Episode 74? 70, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. The last one was 74, 74 Chunky Glass the Podcast. Uh, we'll talk about this a little at the end. Andre, this is your last podcast. Oh, Goodbye, man. You have. Goodbye. You were there from the beginning with Paul. Sitting in the corner. True. Uh, True. As usual, we have Paul. Uh, we have Adam Amen. over here. Special guest, Carrie. Hi. Hello. Holy shit. You know why? Because we're going to talk about Eric Johnson. And yes. I love him. Yes. Uh, we're also going to talk about the Rosebuds. We're basically, we, we planned this so it would be two records that uh, I think at least we all love. I don't know what you feel about it, Adam. I am very interested to find okay. out. Uh, but uh, first, I wanted to talk about it initially. Uh, Coolio. Dude, <laughs> you, might want to re- you might want to relook that. No, no, no. Yes. Okay. So, so, okay. Here's the thing. And then I got caught blocked by the internet. Right. So, so earlier this week, it was Coolio releases music video on adult website Pornhub. First and guy to ever get cock-blocked by Pornhub. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's pretty much the exact opposite of what happens when you get on that Pornhub. That's like uh, a math so, yeah. Pornhub. Uh, hold on, double... I mean, but even by the interview, it says Shockwave Flash isn't responding. Uh. So this story is not... Uh, at any rate, uh, TMZ reported the Coolio uh, of Gangster's Paradise, I believe, fame, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, and also the- a new cookbook. Oh, really? Does yeah, he have a cooking show? Last year, he put out a cookbook. Holy shit. Cooking with Coolio. Okay. So, um, Paul follows Coolio's career. <laughs> he is now the resident expert. We'll have that to your title. Um, at any rate, abandon the, the traditional uh, methods of distribution and of labelry and sign with Pornhub. Uh, which, if you don't know what that is, you're lying. <laughs> you have, you, you porn, have the internet. Pornhub? Porn yeah, yeah. Pornhub? I don't know. Is you that... gave me a little like, oh, I'm not sure. No. 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 Well, <laughs> I know exactly it's what it is. It's pretty yeah. evident porn from hub. the name, uh-huh. too. <laughs> it's a hub of porn. Yeah. Like Deep Space Nine, it's but not, for it's porn. It's not like right. Porn Quiet Corner. or right. yeah. now, If they had Deep Space oh, Nine porn, quiet. that would be awesome. <laughs> a quiet, discreet place to get porn. No, yes. it's Porn Hub. It's yeah. like the Grand Central Station of porn. <laughs> you know. So, we're going to... I'm going to break the news to you right okay. now. No, Coolio did not sign a deal with Pornhub. No. Here's the quote, though. If I want to see porn, I'll put a mirror next to my bed. You know what, though? The thing is, if he actually did put his music out right. on Pornhub... Right, so let's talk about this. More more people are, are going to Pornhub than are going to fucking Coolio.com or yep. whatever. You know, or, so, or any music service seriously. in the history that can ever be built. Does, or are probably in bed with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, I, I mean, he'd probably get more, uh, you know, to forgive the, the terrible pun, but he'd probably get more exposure on Pornhub <laughs> than he would. Uh, he would get more play. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, let's discuss What if he would, like, what if you, like, because, you know, when you go to sites like Mediaite and stuff and you play, like, clips, there's, like, on Mediaite, which is this kind of media uh-huh. aggregator, cable news aggregator, yeah, yeah. it's... It's it's a fucking pit if you just hate yourself after going there because you're watching like cable news guys look at each other. But on every single clip, they have this little jingle that they do before the clip runs. It's like dun 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 dun. Like imagine if Coolio did like the Pornhub opening. Like every site, the, every clip on Pornhub had its own jingle. You know, I mean, 
It'd be like dun dun dun, well, like the NBC true. thing. We all know what that is, and we know what the duns would be. It'd be the kind with. of thing that everyone would be kind of ashamed to sing along to. It's like I recognize. Oh shit! I just admitted I, I masturbate yep, yep. to everybody. But I mean, let's talk about this. Look, the reality is, is that is that porn as an industry, like their their method of delivery, has driven. Like how we <laughs> consumer phrasing. There's no Let's just let's just admit that there's gonna be some double entendre stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you you know don't call them all out. We'll, we'll label them. We'll just we'll, we'll just <laughs> we'll just acknowledge that they're gonna happen. So anyway, the point is is that porn has really lubricated the market. Yes, yes, it has. You know, uh, but porn no, is, it's it's driven like they adopted like VHS. They they won the VHS Beta War, Blu-ray, Blu-ray H, yeah, and digital distribution right our economy is run by masturbators <laughs> that's basically the so lesson. like would this actually have been a smart decision and do you think that maybe he actually did and it was just like oh shit the, the public backlash which would be weird I don't know it's so mainstream now every it's like I mean I remember when I was when I was in high school like admitting that you watched porn and kind of spanked it was like this mark of shame because it was like an admission that you weren't getting any but but now it's just like so I mean it's like god damn porn is just so ubiquitous it's everywhere it's it, like all the porn in the world is on is is in our pockets right yeah. now so it's like <laughs> no seriously it is <laughs> All the porn. And, and, like, and everything oh, you, you need add to this? is yeah. also in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as the resident coolologist, <laughs> I would say <laughs> that the man uh, could have released a video and would not got, have gotten picked I'd up by, no. by any website whatsoever. Yeah. But if the man's team or someone associated with someone associated with the man's team releases something <laughs> saying that he is releasing a video on Pornhub. A lot of release. Then, yes. <laughs> I thought we were just labeling this at the yeah, end. Okay, okay. Aside from so, that, man, one of cool well, hold on. He, 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 he gets picked up by every media aggregator out there. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Coolio. Yeah. They give a shit about this and we've got Coolio and Pornhub and now suddenly the fact that Coolio is putting something out yeah. Has been picked up by everybody. So. But, but I mean, uh, and, and we're talking about it in your question. Basement, it's like, as artists fight to find distribution channels and things to do, you talk about marketing, getting a Volkswagen commercial, whatever. You know, we, we've said that both good and bad, Adam. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, why not? Like, I got my song in, in, a, in a 15 minute porn video. Right. Yeah. Because, I, well, because the, there's no way the porn guys are going to pay you. Apparently they will because no, they no, have no. all the fucking money. No, no, the porn. Yeah, but they, they, that's the reason they have that money is because they, the porn stars don't get paid for porno. Oh. They get paid by the scene. Porn stars don't get royalty. So I've heard. You seem to know a lot. We have a coolologist and a right. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, see, this is the problem. We're no, that's actually about. been a big thing because they've been talking about trying to unionize experts. out in uh, out in Southern California. See? So yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a labor issue. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is. I mean, these girls, these girls, like you know, you can say that. Uh, a musician really, really lays it lays it out and gets really, really invests yeah. a lot in that song, and he gets like he gets like three cents a spin, and this and this this fucking runaway from Kansas is really laying it out there, and she gets like four hundred bucks, and that's it for the rest of her life. Bullshit. I think she needs a little money. You know, no, I'm not. I'm, I mean, like seriously, like you know, every every. 
We all know what happens, right? Yeah. And those girls get paid by the scene, and that shit is out there forever. We've all seen the horror stories mm. about some some woman who like was 19 and a cement head, and she went out to L.A. Because we're all cement heads when we're 19, and she just did this one thing thinking it wouldn't matter, and then the next thing you know, you know, she's like. 30 and trying to build a life for herself. This is the plot of your movie, isn't At it? At the very <laughs> least. Soundtrack by Julio. Guys. <laughs> right. No, I, actually, I, I think no, we, we do have to get to the records. I think, though... Like, <laughs> do we? <laughs> maybe At we the don't. very least, they should be. They, these yeah. chicks should be getting royalties. Well, that's... and. And I'm not going to continue this, but that's equatable to the streaming argument. Exactly. It's, exactly, so, it's the exact yeah, same argument. Next, on, next on special <laughs> topics in labor law. Like. Do you think Weird Al is going to parry this? What the uh, the the Coolio Pornhub thing? I think Weird Al. We're, should... we're talking about Shane. Now we're talking about Weird Al last night. Exactly. Because he's already parody Coolio. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now he's parody Coolio on Pornhub. Uh, somehow, That's Weird so Al's, Weird Al's pretty Weird clean, Al. though. I know. You ever notice Weird, Weird Al never gets like dirty? Al. He's always like he's always clean and being very clever. You know, I don't, I don't think you, you're never. Well, I, actually, I could scour the whole Weird Al catalog and I won't find the word "fuck" once. Shane has the formula yeah. though. What is it? The formula, the Weird Al formula. Oh, well, per Weird Al album, you get one third like direct parody, uh-huh. and then there's one third in the style of, and then you get. One third originals and a polka. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to have a polka. Yeah, yeah. you gotta. That's his deal. It's his anchor. That's his whole thing. <laughs> no, but he's clean. Like uh, once you alienate the fan base, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, uh, 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 your fan base is gone. Or was it not? I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was a was, naked stripper sitting in the corner. I think it would be funny. What, that, what your definition of clean yeah. is clean. depends on you. Yeah. Right. Why would it be funny if Weird Al Tested, put out yes. clean stuff on Pornhub? Just like straight clean shit. It would add to his genius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like there's nothing dirty about this. I'm just going to put it all out through Pornhub. Yeah, Major miscalculation to avoid the you don't, you don't, you don't go to Pornhub to watch like a documentary on penguins and shit. You know? it's like, well, you, you know. might. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a there's a penguin fetish channel. I don't know which way to go with that. Yeah. Uh, but at any rate, that's the situation. I, I think we'll revisit that. Uh, right now, uh, we need to talk about some albums. Uh, I feel like uh, nobody's we, listening. They're all at Pornhub, right? Yeah, now. they're all they're all they're all Pornhub. Wait, that's why Porn we have Hub's multiple a, tabs? Pornhub is a thing. So here we go. The first of Andre's last two albums. No. Uh, a new album from one of at least our favorites, Andre, uh, the Rosebuds, uh, with Sand Plus Silence. Uh, this is In My Teeth. We were smoke on the roofs last night over naked
So that is uh, the Rosebuds. The Rosebuds are uh, Ivan Howard and Kelly Crisp. Uh, their last album, or last album proper, was Lo- Loud Planes Fly Low. Uh, it was about their divorce, arguably. Uh, they were a couple. Uh, they started off on Merge uh, Records. They you just, a, you just never do that. Sorry no, yeah, yeah. But shouldn't the, no, do we'll, that. we'll get to that. All right. So uh, they started out with uh, the Rosebuds Make Out on, on in 2003 on Merge. Uh, they were sort of one of their early hits. Uh, even though they're 25 years old now, like this was like the, the resurgence of Merge, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of like EPs and then uh, a couple EPs and then uh, LP in, here and there. Loud Planes Fly Low. In 2012, they covered uh, Sade's Love Deluxe, uh, which, if you have heard the band at all, then that makes all the sense. Now they're back with Sound Plus Silence, um, and the first thing I thought listening to this was like, fuck, divorce is hard because they're still talking about it. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong in that? Like, did... What were some of the songs called? Like, like you'll hear from my lawyer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but caught you at the caught you at the I, courtyard I think one by of them was Marriott. Called, we need the uh, we need the money yeah. for alimony payment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really getting no, money. exactly. Divorce isn't what it used to be. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, so so uh, the the it was obvious on the last album that that's what it was about. Like it it, it it's they're good at writing. Like they they have this weird like finger on the pulse of, of pop and not necessarily pop what's going on now there's moments in this album that are like ELO which we'll get to uh, yeah. there's uh, just really great stuff that is sort of out of place out of time but at the heart of the last album was these like eventually like painful songs about them very openly dealing with what they're going through and it, I've listened to this like a bunch of times like it still seems to be going on it is like the worst breakup you ever have. And then That's if, what you, it, if you have kids, you have to continue to see the person and deal with the person that you've had the worst breakup ever with right. on a day-to-day basis. And when you're in a band, you have to decide, am I going to trash everything? I mean, they've been together as a band probably longer than they were together as a couple. Yeah. So what, what do they yeah. do about that? Um and I don't think there's any way to really get around that. Yeah, you just never, it's just never a good idea to get in a relationship with someone you're in a band. <laughs> right. Lucy, yeah. Lucy, no, like you says, know, the best, you know, the worst like, example of that would be like, like the, the, the guy I always <laughs> felt the sorriest for was, was John McVie. John McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Well, there's a good analog to be. No, because like, no, because like, honestly, she was, you know, like, she 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 dumps him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christine McVie dumps him, and then comes up with all these songs that might as well have just been called like you know his dick is bigger than yours. Yeah. You know, the, no, seriously, the songs are like you make love and fun because when the love it and he's got to play bass on that shit, and he's like it's like you know it's like he's breaking out in a cold sweat and he's grinding his teeth while putting you know That's good bass playing. It's awesome bass playing. <laughs> 
it's awesome, awesome, yeah, yeah. you know. And then, then there was the other thing going on where like Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks are breaking up, and those songs might have well have been, been called like "You Whore," you know, and right. uh, like "Go Your Own Way" and all that stuff. So it's just never a good idea to get into. Remember, kids, never get into a relationship yeah. with well, people. Well, I mean, in a band. honestly, I think also if it's like as intimate, like the Weepies, you know, being a couple, you kind of wonder. True. What, what will happen? Because eventually you're gonna break up. Yeah, but then yeah. she'll she'll go work for Sesame Street and he'll go work for you know that's right. the Weepy's deal. Right, you know? but any, you know, I'm just saying like any of these these bands that are just a couple, you kind of wonder what's gonna happen in the yeah. well. Along, Fleet, in the big uh, it, you said Fleetwood Mac, and I think that is is a weird because their greatest work was done in this like just it, constant turmoil. Right, and so at some point as an artist, it seems you make a commitment to. Doing this stuff, I mean, like, this is bigger than us, so we're, we're going to have to power through this. Hearing this, though, was just so unexpected because, I mean, yeah, maybe these were written, like, immediately after. Maybe these have been sitting on the shelf for right. a little while and stuff. But when I hear these songs, and they purposely, I think, obfuscate, uh, like, whose perspective they really are from. Mm-hmm. Ivan is the lead singer on most of these, but there's there's definitely, like, there's not necessarily, like, you can't tell which gender it's coming from. They neutralized a lot. Right, they it. neutralized it a lot, so it, it, like, it universalizes, like, the pain and stuff, but there's, like, it's just full of, like, awkward, uh, like, struggles throughout the whole album in this, like, weird pop sheen that you don't, I mean, like, I listen to them and I, I sort of want to be... Just be like, yeah, it's the rosebuds and stuff, and then invariably it brings me down like in the best way, right? Uh, you know, because I'm like, you guys do this stuff. Uh, there are a few exceptions. One, we'll hear a little bit of in a bit. Uh, uh, what is it? My mind, which is a straight up like George Harrison. No, like, I was gonna say that like, that, that one. That one reminds me of yeah. like that sounded like Jeff Lynne's demos, yeah, yeah or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I was like, this is this which sounds shows like the range of this band and like that they're able to like do. I mean, these guys are in North Carolina, although I think they're on the separate coast now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's see? part of their divorce filing. Well, yeah, and I don't want <laughs> to get too much. I don't want to make too much into it. I mean, because we we may be <laughs> talking to them like next week, but but it is they're turning the puzzles. You know, it it. it, it Am I the only one that this feels like awkward for this to be out, or it doesn't make good art? Yeah, there are elements of it where it feels like you're you're like in the in a booth at Ruby Tuesdays, and the and the the guys in the next booth, the couple in the next booth are like fighting. And you're like, oh Jesus, I'm just trying to eat my chicken wings. Well, here. not so much that, not so much that, but but that they they made that album, right? Yeah, I don't know, oh, Paul. What do you think? You're, you're being you're being awful quiet. I don't think I have as uh, passionate a response to this album right. as uh, as I'm seeing from other people here. I think that there were some really good songs on it. Uh, I think the album as a whole is a little inconsistent. Um, it, I think it's relatively consistent thematically. Sonically, I don't know that it entirely holds together for me. Great tracks, yeah, but... Not what I would expect from uh, from I guess a fully a fully realized album. It kind of felt a little bit like weirdly sequenced to me, or maybe like they had uh, maybe they had some really good songs and they kind of filled it out around there. That part of that might be because they're apart so much, and part of it might be because of the, some of the things they're working on. Yeah, but uh, you know. It's it's fine. Are you are you willing to blame it on Justin Vernon, who was all up in this album? (laughs) Oh boy, I would blame most of the ills in the world on Justin Vernon if I had the opportunity. He's right though, that because I remember he's absolutely right though because I remember listening to that that the first track on this album Mm -hmm. and I was just kind of like, really, 
Well, like, that's your opener. That's your that's your yeah, that's yeah. your opening but salvo. In my teeth, the album, the opener was like, okay, yeah, right. And this this uh, this album, the first, the first, what's the name of the first track? Do we do we remember? Hey, in my teeth, yeah. we, we just played it. Yeah, but see, I actually love that song, but it's so aggressive. I didn't feel like it. I oh, just yeah, sort of felt like uh, this. Like is... no, you didn't like it. No, no. Honestly, no. I don't really like this album. Oh, okay. I really don't. Well, tell um, us why. Well, because I, I I feel like it's inconsistent, and I feel like when I think about the Rosebuds, I think about where they were maybe 10 years ago uh-huh. or even six years ago, and I realize that they personally have gone through a lot of things, but yeah. I'm at a point where I want to listen to music because I want it to sound like what I expect from this band, and this just, the first part of it is really boring to me, and until the second half of the album, mm-hmm. they don't start delving into the sound that they had a few years ago and I honestly I didn't I didn't even and I will be honest I listened to this album three times and I did not listen to the lyrics I did not have um, just because of, of my limited time frame I didn't have enough time to really listen to it in depth so I didn't get the heartbreaking lyrics I, I wasn't even listening I was looking for kind of the the washed out um, kind of drowny sound that they used mm-hmm. to have and it's not here It's they yeah. seem kind of empty and hollow which given where they are personally makes total sense well, where, but I where don't we're assuming listen. well yeah. Yeah. right <laughs> but i don't i don't really want to listen to it again yeah i mean i'll say with with uh, within my teeth um when i was listening to this uh until after the second or third time i listened to it um i checked the track each time to make sure that I hadn't gotten one of those ones where there was like the dummy skip track in the middle of it because they just repeat themselves so right. much during this song. Right. And that might be stylistically appropriate, but again, it, it's it's a weird way to start your album. Like you said, it's aggressive, but it doesn't really go anywhere. It repeats itself yeah. until the very end of the song. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that I like is in the middle of the I think the next song we're playing I think is the which one the best one Mine Mine not Mine Mine Uh, yeah that's my my favorite track on the album and I think that's where they really get somewhere with it there's a lot of stuff around it that I don't think is all that I I really like Death of an Old Bike I I mean there there are parts of the album that I can kind of you know get back into but for for, for the most part I'm not going to listen to about 90% of it again Let's let's play this uh, essay quam uh, Videri and uh, we'll come back to that.
So, so that's about in the middle of the album, and yeah. the, the main point is like, don't know where I'm from, don't know where I'm going, and that I guess is is what throws me off about the thing. It's like, this is like three, four years past when this album, the last album was written and stuff. It's still talking with that. I mean, on a humanistic level, that is, if that's what it's about, this could be about like. Either there's, like, boyfriend, girlfriend that they had. It could just be, like, bubblegum pop yeah. and stuff. But given the history of, of that and that it was so front and center of the last one, like, it's hard to believe that that's that. So, well, they've, well, been, they've, been, together hard, since, yeah. they've been together since college. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, when you think that your entire <laughs> life has been, like, formed around this band and that person, mm. it, and they say that it takes, uh, like, however long you're in a relationship, it takes half that long to get over that relationship. It's three years, and yeah. they've they've been together yeah. well, for a very long time. You make a good point time. that it was so front and center for the last album that it's hard to ignore that now. Aside from yeah. that, their yeah, first so album like was called We're Making Out, or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like they're, <laughs> it's it's part it's their it's part of their yeah, the, the next title's like, well, we aren't making out anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we got married in that shit. The making out stopped as soon as we got married. Yeah, but, but I feel like too, we, we we may be beating their like, rosebuds. Sit on the couch and watch yeah. TV again. Yeah. But if that's part of your band's identity, and that's sort of how you present yourself and you, how, mm-hmm. how you want people to perceive your band, then it's part of the conversation. I mean, yeah. just as much. Okay, Birds Make Good Neighbors. That was like one of the happiest albums in the. The, all the songs were just like happy love songs and they sure. were just so great yeah. and so I just maybe. love laying in the warm yeah. spot in the bed where you just left yeah. and that? now it's like yeah. eh, screw it can you chart their entire relationship via lyrics like maybe. if you do archaeology <laughs> style <laughs> like there's a line in here about like leaving yeah. beard hairs I, in the sink yeah. and shit on my <laughs> album number and, two and, and we're gonna make like an Ingmar Bergman <laughs> film out of their lyrics <laughs> <laughs> and at the risk of mom trolling yeah. <laughs> let's get let, let's just gears a little bit yeah. uh, and, and, and it, that that's up there so we know and people are going to discuss that about the relationship yeah. let's talk about the music but that's what makes the sort of the weird or not try and get, I'm, just a I'm talking about the music here though it's okay. his last one man <laughs> the songs where they try and get sort of optimistic and be a little more mm-hmm. light on this one Particularly compared to the last album, like yeah. I said, there's like these kind of these George Harrison. Oh, let's just strum our guitars. Right, exactly. Which we're gonna hear in a second. You know. Yeah. Which they almost came off kind of awkward. Yeah. Like when I was listening to them, I was like, okay, like this kind of fits in a little awkward here in the right. And that's where the sort of the, the sonic sort of symmetry between the whole album it just doesn't seem to fit together. It's not genuine. Sure. Yeah, it's just like, well, maybe just take all those songs. See, I have the songs and put those all together and make two EPs or something. It's, I don't know. It's weird because like I, I actually like, and it should be no surprise because it's eighties tastic. I love this fucking. Album. It does sound like it's off the Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, well, it could that, be that, that last yeah, song yeah. we were listening to sure. sounds yeah. like it's Vice but, City, and I, and I love yeah. this album because it is so. Uh, I mean, you can place it in the eighties, but like. I think at the end of the day, these are really good pop. If you don't listen to them, you're going to hear, like, if you don't listen to the lyrics, you're, you're listening to, like, some really good pop songs, and it's fascinating to me how they can continue to do this. And they do some they did some stuff like Woods on the last one. Yeah. They got a little edgier and stuff. I they thought, do that in yeah. there, but, but they seem to have a singular mind when it comes to this of, and they're mining late 70s, early 80s material and stuff, but they always pull it off in a way that if this is playing in the background, you're going to be like, yeah, I dig it. 
Yeah, I think it's just kind of. It's yeah, just kind of well, I, if it's playing in the background, then it's elevator music. Like the, what, I know, what I don't sets, agree. What sets it apart is is the music. is the lyrics. Like okay, fine, same difference. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're talking about a situation where people aren't paying attention to the actual music and they're just kind of nodding their head because it's a pleasing beat, that's. Elevator music. Yeah. The worst thing you could say about someone's album is like, "Yeah, man, I, dude, I put that album on every night when I'm about to go to bed." No, I don't like, think. I'm no, I, 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 I disagree with that. Like, that's like, like saying, "Oh wow, like, shit!" No, because <laughs> think back to like, like, you're gonna get the hammer. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, if you're alone in your dorm room, you listen to the album, you put that on, and you go to bed yeah. because it's comforting. Now, that's. I don't think like that's the worst thing you can say about it. Worst but, thing the, but, I, I, but I think that that's different. Like a lot of those albums that you put on when you're when you actually are going to sleep, not one that you say this album puts right. me to sleep mm-hmm. that's because of familiarity those are usually albums you've and played because al- you're alone mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say that's, the, no, that's um, the point and, though, and, man. and the I will podcast say this has album, now come full circle this album <laughs> this, this record this album has its moments and it's pretty yeah. good but, but there wasn't anything that really just made me go like oh oh man wow you know yeah. I well actually I want to I want to play one song that I think did make me go. This least. is the Jeff Lynne deal. This Jeff is the Jeff Lynne deal, yeah. and, and then and then we'll just sort of vote this out and then right. see what's going on. I gotcha. On. This is uh, this is my mind. Like some of the albums I've played, you know, at first that I despised uh, over time became my favorite album. And I feel like albums that I love at the beginning grow stale very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, so sure, I, sure. I don't know. I don't know if that. Um, no, I, really I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, up to, uh, I mean. D- it does depend. It, does it, it depend. really it's depends. It's true in some circumstances right. and not right. others. I think there's a line between albums that you have to listen to a few times to appreciate and ones that you have to, like, will yourself to get into. And I'm not saying that, that yeah. this doesn't apply to the Rosebuds, but it's like there's some stuff that is so intentionally act. dense that I think people convince themselves that they like it because they're supposed to and because right. it yeah. takes if, effort. If anyone suggests yeah. something to me, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to find that Well, online. and if you talk to anybody, <laughs> like, the, yeah. any yeah. artist will say, like, you don't have to like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you need to use your brain. You, if, if, it, if you don't like it, you you shouldn't. Like, yeah. nobody is, but you, you, you don't But, but, all right. That song, I fucking love. Yeah, sure. That, that, that was but that, that, but that, that was a very that, that is right up your song. alley. That is right up my alley. That is right up you. But that, that is but, that, but that is also like, who else is doing that? Nobody. Who else can do that these days? A, a lot but, of people can do that. They just they don't. just don't. Yeah, that's you like, think it, they dude, can, not, they don't. 
Yes, because that is something that's been done so many times by so many people. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, yeah, you like pull out any album either with that Jeff Lynn played on or produced by Jeff Lynn, and you'll have that sound, right? It sounds- you know, but it's not. It's again, it's not. It's not anybody's go-to sound in right. terms of influences. But yeah. it wasn't like they had to burn a lot of calories to dig yeah. that one if you, up. If you've got a tambourine and a couple of people with good voices, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. and for me on the on the the issue of listening to it one time through and am I going to listen to it again? If I listen to it and it's like, I'm not, I don't really know how I feel about that. Then I'm going to go back to it. But if there's, if it's just, I just don't like right. it. Right. Then I know that I am really not going to like it the second time. I was and earlier when you yeah. were talking about the, the illusion I made was sort of to, to books, to reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, if you're a new writer, for a new band, mm-hmm. you need to get people's attention right. immediately. Yeah. That first track, yeah. that first track needs to bite you. That last yeah. track needs to, you know, level you up. Well, yeah. But but if you've been around for twenty five years, I feel like you've almost earned the right to slowly morph it. To halfway through that album, be like, ah, oh, there it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They've you've been around long enough to. Down the road, you've yeah. earned that right. You don't Patience. need to hook me. We know who you are. We know the rosebuds. We know, you know, what you are and what you're about. Yeah. So now we, we don't need that hook at the beginning. We, you don't sure. need to fish hook us in. We can, yeah. we can level and, it. And that, They've and been at it long but, enough but, to the point right. where they get the And that's what I found a little bit disappointing about this one, is that the first four or five songs were not what I was expecting no from them right. and not right. what I was looking for right. and not what I want from them as a band. And so the sound wasn't right and that it just you know, and I actively right, but I actively disliked the first two songs, and then it was kind of like, okay, this is starting to grow me. And then I looked, listened like to it again, yeah. right? And then I listened to it again to make sure it wasn't just the album starting to grow on me. And it was like, no, those first two songs, I skipped them again the next the next times I play it through. But by the end of the album, they started into the sound that I liked, which yeah. was them ten years ago. So all right, so well, let's just start, Carrie. Start with you. What, what, what are you gonna say? I'm going to give it a uh, medium line thumb. Bye, streamer. Bye, streamer. No Christian. Oh, bye, streamer. Pass. It's been a while since you did this. It has been a very long time. I'm so sorry. I'm a little rusty. I'm going to say a rusty old stream. All right. Uh, Stream it. Stream it. I I don't even know who the red buttons are. Have we not convinced you thoroughly to buy it? By the way, that voice is is Shane Horn. You guys are in my Shane, you really are Andre's replacement. (laughs) I want to make this go faster so you'll get out of my room. Andre, what are you going to do? I'm going to stream it as well. Adam? I'll stream it. I would would buy the notion that, um, you know, it's worth uh, hearing and... Um, I just don't think it's something that I should have to work on to appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Like I would, yeah. you work on like Ornette Coleman, like sure. that grows on you. But something like the Rosebuds, they're they're really kind of they're good, but they're also really uncomplicated, and mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be the sort of thing that you have to listen to again and again and again and again to get. Yeah. And and they're kind of making you do that here. So I'm, uh, I'll. I'll they're fine. I'll stream it. Wait, we get to rate notions now? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I like that No, get a second bite. And, no, and no. I, I'm going to buy the shit out of this album, and, and I will even go further. This is one of my favorite albums of this year. Okay. Boom. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, no, and and no look, no you guys are all on my fucking yeah. lawn, so yeah. just, you know, take that for what it will, Rosebud's mom. 
saying? Sturgill Simpson is crying right now, Kevin. Yeah, I know. He is. He is. No, no. I mean, I hear all that, but like, it just hits a... It hits a very like saccharine nerve with me with all they're doing, and, and I I wasn't drawn in at first. First time I heard it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Three three listens later, I was like, "Yep, done. Mm. I'm into that." I got gotcha. you. So uh, that is that. Let's move on to uh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> Eric Johnson and Daria <laughs> is in the basement. So yes. Here, here we go. four-track project. So that track uh, was actually um, For the Boy Who Moved Away off Eric D. Johnson. Not Eric Johnson, the guitar player. That's true. Which would be sweet. Cliffs of Dover Part 8. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but, is that, that's not the same Eric Johnson that's uh, uh, the Loaf, right? But, but uh, is, that, is that his name Eric Johnson, too? Eric Johnson, Archers of Loaf, and um, Crooked Fingers. Fingers. Also, Eric Johnson. Tons of Johnsons out there. Everywhere. This Eric Johnson. Johnson. One of our favorite bands. At least I know me, Andre. The reason one of the reasons you're here, Carrie, is like because you were like I can't not talk about fruit bats. That's kind of the reason that I ever like joined Chunky Glasses in the first place. Because you guys were like as fanatical about the fruit yeah, bats as so, I was. There was a time before Carrie. Um, so the fruit bats. I love the fruit bats so much. Uh, were his project, and eventually he picked up a band, and they had a rotating lineup, people in and out. Eventually got a little solidified. Mm-hmm. Did a lot for uh, sub pop, and in between some fruit bats gigs, he was actually in the Shins. Yes, he wrote songs for all kinds of people. Uh, but the best songs he kept for himself. So uh, albums like uh, what was the first Fruit Bats album? The Not Ruminant Band. It was no, 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 no. Mouthfuls. Mouthfuls was first, and then Ruminant spelled, Band. Spelled, no, no, Spelled and Bones. Spelled and Bones. Then Ruminant Band. Ruminant Band. Tripper. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like a Fruit Bats stalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Tripper was uh, with. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he had a close on that. He was just like, I can't. Well, I can't keep getting I mean, weirder. If you make that album and then you're like, okay, I could make another Fruit Bats album, but I don't know if it could really be better than that. You know, it's like I kind of found my point here. Well, that's where we get into uh, yeah. 
I'm looking up the song. Yeah. Well, he also, he also, he also did the world's most perfect video. Yeah, yeah so you're too weird. <laughs> you're yeah. too weird. So that's the best video that ever. Song, um, yeah, that was a high point. That is, that is a high point, I think, for anybody like writing songs. If, if you can pull off a video like that on yeah. top of that song. Yeah. Uh, Daria, who's <laughs> down here, we went to see them. She was like, expected to be Yacht Rock. It sort of was. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Yacht Rock at all. I was expecting like, super hipster introvert rock. Yeah. And it was Yacht Rock. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dude looked like he just got off the Bimmy, Jimmy Buffett tour. <laughs> yeah. anyway, if you had been expecting Yacht Rock, would you have gone to the show? Yeah. Unlikely. <laughs> so, uh, earlier this year, or it might have been late last year, uh, Eric D. Johnson... Not confused with Eric Johnson, uh, announced that he was retiring Fruit Bats. Yeah. Now, this can be a brand thing. This can be, and we'll talk about this a little bit. You know, it can, there can be a lot because of because that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at any rate, he said, "I'm doing that, but I'm still going to be making music." Yeah. The product of that music is this solo album that we're going to be talking about, yeah. EDJ. Yeah. It's a collection of songs. As all solo albums are. We're just doing definitions now. And then another one. Oh, come on! Jesus. That doesn't come out of the woods. What's the song, Pappy? So, I know what Carrie's going to say. Adam. <laughs> All right. Um, he's the guy's voice. He can hit the notes. He's got a great voice. But what I found myself thinking was was that his delivery was kind of awkward. It's When I say, like, white boy soul, <laughs> I don't mean it in a good way when I'm like no, I, like if I say no, but like if I say if I say like if I say like white boy soul, and you know, dude, if we're talking about like Daryl Hall and John Oates, I mean, you know, that's that's blue eyed soul. Oh, dude, are we gonna talk about that? Now? No, but that's blue eyed soul. This guy is no. white boy soul. That song, that's so, like he can hit the notes and everything. But but for Christ's sake, it's like, have you ever seen a black guy, buddy? It just that's just what it sounds like with him. Sure. I mean, and like and when he does this whole thing, like it's on that one, music. On, yeah. and that one song, but he, but he's going for a soul aspect, and he's just mm-hmm. not delivering. And like that one song when he starts like talking, I guess he's trying to do a Barry White like baby, you know. <laughs> but 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 he's doing it like. Which it, Carrie, it, how does that work for you? Right. Um, that does not work well for oh, me. And if okay. it, if the talking doesn't work well for me, it's not going to play with anybody. No shit. Because so. he's like he's like I, I don't even remember what he was saying. I was like about like a, a sentence into it, I was like, dude, just stop doing that. Yeah. Stop. It was like it was like, and people are walking along the streets, and and I'm like, no, no, you you just just sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and vocally speaking, he, I don't know. He sounds like the fucking guy from Super Tramp, you know. Um, Is that a problem? No, but he, but I again, mean, do we have to talk about this again. Song? But he's trying. He's trying are you to be seriously just trying to get Kevin to punch you in the face. <laughs> he's just, 
<laughs> he's trying to be he's trying to be soulful and he doesn't he said a hole in oats and super tramp within a minute. <laughs> How do you feel about Boston? <laughs> yeah. He's just he's got a boner right now. He's got a huge he's just sitting there with a huge erection. Um, I kinda want him to hit. No, but you guys but you know but you guys you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. He's trying for like he's 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 hitting kind of Marvin Gaye range territory yeah, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't have the delivery uh, to pull that off yeah. and well, it's just it's kind of like have, ah, have you seen the video for uh, You're So Weird no no yeah so I think he has a sense of humor about it and I think it's just a style okay. like his voice is very much like you can't hear that and be like that's anybody but Eric Johnson right so that's just his delivery however he came upon it whatever it is like I, I'd have to ask him like we'd have to be like what are you trying to do but you can definitely get that out of it. Be right. like, you're trying white boy soul, and maybe it's not working. I mean, you you're, know, you're, he's, again, he does. He, he he has the ability to hit those notes, mm-hmm. and those are not easy notes to hit. And he hits them really consistently, and his pitch is fine. But like, it's just like the package that he's delivering. It's it's like a, a decent product in a shitty burlap sack. I I took you know. it more as a kind of a tongue in cheek, almost like a spinal tap thing, where all the little children of Stonehenge <laughs> gonna like start talking in the middle of the yeah, song. Yeah, I kind of felt like. But you for were. me, it was kind of like tuck that shit in at the end is like the hidden eleven track. Yeah, although I like the. Porn I, yeah. I'm sorry. Porn <laughs> <laughs> lap. Sorry, like, I was actually, actually just thinking how you would feel if Supertramp released a track on porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think the name of this podcast needs to be Porn Loop. I'm willing to bet there was. I'm, I'm, I know porn. I've heard of porn. I'm willing to bet there was a porn movie called Super Tramp. Yeah. So Carrie, just but for me, it wasn't so much him trying to be uh, like Marvin Gaye as it was like a tongue-in-cheek kind of like science fictiony almost. Like space rock type thing, but I still don't think You're it. You're talking worked. in general or this album? No, no, I'm talking that one particular song. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that the song by itself, I loved it. Like it was yeah. just such a beautiful, all the the inlays that go in with it. I'm like waving my arm around, like anybody listens podcast can see that. But <laughs> um, like all the inlays that go into it are just so. Eric D. Johnson, and then yeah. his voice, obviously. As soon as you hear him, you're just like, oh, I know who that is. Um, but then he starts talking, and I am possibly his number one fan, and I just like, I, I did not care for that. I did not care for that. Well, I mean, I think I think it depends on, like, at this point, I'm sort of willing to travel wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no mistake, this is not his best album. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I are on the same path and I don't, with that. I don't think it was meant to be. Because, I, because look, you have, and this is where we're going to start talking about the brand a little bit. You have the brand of Fruit Bats. That Black Cat show we saw, there's a good number of people there, but not, not a whole lot for somebody who's been doing that a long time under that name. Right. But that has sort of sort of simmered, and then people are like, oh, shit, and people discover it. And then, did but you, did you guys drive down? You drove down to Charlottesville the next day, right? No, 
Oh, see, I thought, because I drove down to Charlotte. I saw that show, and then I drove to Charlottesville the next day and saw him again. And I thought you guys had two, which was when. (laughs) And I thought you had two, which, like. Weren't you the other person (laughs) in the bushes outside their hotel room that night? Which kind of sanitized my stalkery, because I thought you did, too, but apparently you did not. But what I'm trying to make is that he is always, like, this is like, Andre, we were having a conversation Mm -hmm. about this a little bit, and he was like, it sounds like early fruit bats. Yes. Yeah, and, it's going a little back to and the so, sound. So this is not I mean like what the reaction you guys had to the rosebuds, you were like, this is inconsistent. Like I have this reaction to this album. Like I can put it on and we put it on at the cabin and we're listening yeah. to it. It is I will always love listening to his output. Like mm-hmm. it just like you listen to it, you're like, you're either tuned into it or not, and that's good. But when I get deeper into it, I'm like, oh, whoa, man. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Like, you're not, like, it's not even that he's not trying. It's just, it's just not, it's just where he's at. Right. And you and I talked about this when you, when we first, when I first listened to it. Yeah. Because you wanted my opinion. And I said, if I were not a huge fan, I don't know that I would you have this as a gateway and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's great. Yeah. It, I, mm-hmm. I think the fact, he's really relying on... It's it's basically this album is kind of an inside joke. If you already like me, you're going to listen to this and be mm-hmm. okay with it. Mm-hmm. But this is not going to be your your introduction to oh god. Well, I don't know if we can say that. Well, and I think that's I don't a, think anybody would listen to this flat out. for him. I mean, maybe no, and and that and that may be. But I wouldn't if if somebody asked me what's your favorite band and I would would put like well I've got like eight favorite bands and Fruit Bats is one of them and here listen to this it would be like Spelled and Bones or something else. It wouldn't sure wouldn't even be close to this. But I love this. I'm saying, oh, well, I think that's an interesting perspective to... It, it kind of helps frame my thinking about this album because I'm not the biggest Fruit Bats fan by any stretch. I like some of the stuff that they've done, but, you know, you guys are way farther out on the limb for them. And I don't like this album. Like, yeah. it's... So for the record, you're not a Fruit Bats stalker. No, I am yeah. I'm the opposite, <laughs> probably. I, I, I don't need the competition. <laughs> it's one of those albums that I cannot argue with the... Uh, the musical accomplishment um, it's obviously made by by somebody who knows what they're doing I just don't think that there's much interesting there's no hook there's nothing that makes me get into this album and makes yeah. me want to listen to it but there wasn't again. any really ho- well I guess there was some hooks but there, I mean Tripper was full hooks but before that going back there's like less right I didn't like that album very much either yeah. like <laughs> well I mean we, we've established yeah. in 73 other episodes of this podcast <laughs> that you really don't like good music <laughs> you were the, the grumpy so, old man of podcast here's the thing I come off as the grumpy old man because we don't get to review albums that I want to review <laughs> <laughs> Next podcast, all Paul. Ooh, all right. (laughs) We'll do the Paul Ketchup podcast. Well, let's get the other. Let's get. You're gonna have to listen to so much Proto Martyr. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's hear another song from this that Paul is obviously not gonna like. I quite like this song. Uh, This is "Lose It All All the Time."
All right, so I've, I've, I've invented a new category yeah. for this type of music, and I think it's a new thing because, you know, since recording software is so readily available, everyone can make music. But since neighbors still exist, everyone's making music in their fucking apartments. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, shh, easy on the drums, buddy. Shh. We aren't gonna kick. We aren't. We aren't gonna kick too much ass here. Come now, on. Full disclosure: You're a drummer. Exactly. So I'm a little prejudiced, but I think the category of a lot of the kind of music that's popular now, I would put it under the category of hammock listening. Oh, yeah, like it's, it's hammock. I, I would, I would I like that. tell that to all the kids listening to the electronic beats these days. They're not very hammocky. <laughs> no, but but what I'm, you know, I'm, that, that's different. What I'm talking about, all this stuff, like the, the like, yeah. I've noticed this trend lately. Over lately, uh, by I mean, like by the past ten years. Yeah. Um, you know, the the drums are like a lot quieter, yeah. uh, you know, it's like a chill vibe, just you know, everyone's everyone's just sort of like, you know, it's almost like we're in like the, the era of seals and crofts and bread <laughs> yeah, yeah. has like recycled itself. And that's that. kind of where we are. I'm right so now. fine with that. Yeah. There, there've been some great louder albums that have come out. This I know, year, I know, yeah. man. I know. But I'm just saying among like kind of the, the music press and like the, the folk, the, yeah. like they're, they're all listening to like, Shh, Hey man, take it easy. Take it easy, yeah. buddy. The, the, the like, you know, we're in a, we're in a rent controlled apartment in Brooklyn here, here man. <laughs> we don't want to get kicked out. <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of where it's huge, right? But no one's no one's no one's going into like no one's blowing money to go into a recording studio. Everyone's just doing it in their just apartments, it and it's all really quiet. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, well, and and, and, and and that's where we're at fair, now. It's like yeah, it's like Fleet Foxes, and mm. and you know, God, Fleet Foxes are just like fucking Sominex, dude. They're ambient. It's just like yeah, you know, and and uh, the, the, the the a lot of that stuff in that, and that's kind of where we're at now. We're in hammock listening mode, yeah. and and it's almost like everyone and the kids who are listening to this are like twenty three. When I was twenty three, I was like ah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and now everyone's like, everyone's like, shh. Wait, 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 we had it's nap time. It's nap time. Shh. But we had the opposite conversation to this like six weeks ago about priests. I mean, it's just different sides of the of the music equation. It's whatever people. Want. I think whatever you want to listen to is out there right now. This just happens to be what we're covering this week. So. It just seems that things have gotten a lot quieter. And priests are dog shit, by the way. Uh, I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying that they're good. I'm saying that they're out there. Priests priests are like fucking, fucking like the shit that didn't make the Romeo Void album. Whoa, that stuff is so bad. Uh, Anyway, all right. I'll I'll agree with you. I mean, hammock rock, but it's hammock. It's no, it's not hammock rock. You can't say rock. It's hammock listening. Because it doesn't rock. It's hammock listening. Okay. We're all going to sit like when when these guys all like when like when their parents told them to sit and play quietly, they did so with great relish. (laughs) They were like psyched about being able to do that to sit and play quietly. So, but from somebody who who by all accounts like you grew up with the Grateful Dead. He loves that type of stuff. Like, would you expect anything else? But these kids didn't grow up with the Grateful Dead. Well, this guy did. Well, this guy did. Okay, sure. All right. Yeah, I guess. He but references. But, like, I also had Motorhead, you know? Right, and, but you and, can't and, act like, like Eric Johnson is making this stuff for, like, 23-year-olds. He's making it for people like me who are mid-40s. I, and I, would argue, I would argue, given that his name of the album's EDJ, he's making it for him. Yeah. Hmm. Period. Well, there's also that. Yeah. And he's the late 30s. Which makes so this it's... real awkward that we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> like, no, but she's the stalker, so she's like, no, right, bullshit, right. he, made, he uh, made it for me. No, 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 no. I, uh, hey, I said I, people If it wasn't like for that judge I, and his well, fucking I, restraining back, order. Back to the I, said, I said people like me. I'm 
very contained in my stalkery. Back, back right. I will stalk from a hammock if I back could. Back to the brand <laughs> thing, and then, and, then, and then we'll sort of vote this out. Like, I think, like, the retiring of the fruit bats thing just sort of meant he was sort of done with the whole, like, ruckus and stuff. But, like, he does a festival. It's a film festival. He does film scores. He does all these things, and is a creative person. Yeah. Right, but he also, he's got to he's got to make a living, and he's got to put out an album. Right, but and he also does like the, like the videos from his cabin by the river, which are just brilliant and right. hilarious. Yeah. But you don't make any money from those. Are those either. the videos that you took on your GoPro? <laughs> <laughs> if only. Eric Johnson, if you're listening, if look out. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you. We'll send you a mug shot, man, so you can see her coming. Um, but 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 I think like like when you it act comes like I don't to that, have a restraining like, order. it's sort of admirable. But yeah, it's not. This is not a ground-shaking album. Like Tripper was a ground-shaking album, like and, and Ribbon of Band was. It was just like yeah. it, it was just like holy fuck! Like people don't write songs like this, and this is not that. Can I just tell you that I really like Spells and Bones much better, well, much fine. much whatever, much better than Ribbon and Band. Yeah. I like I like Spells and Bones much better than Ribbon and Band, but and I like Tripper better than Ribbon and Band. Yeah. But, but I know you guys are. But this is just like band. a uh, you know a new phase, yeah. a new thing he's doing, and it's like it's still Eric Johnson, and it might it might be like Eric Johnson's cabin song series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that might be all we get. Yeah, uh, I just like it because when you put, I put all of his music and I just lump it all together, yep. and then it just sort of shuffles through itself, and it all kind of yeah. melts together evenly, and it has these sort of ups and downs. I mean, this album as a whole doesn't have a lot of ups and downs. It's just like, here it is, going, done. Yep. Where Tripper was all over the fucking place. Yeah. You know, in terms of everything, where I'm just going to pop this in with the rest. Yeah, I like it. And it just kind of melds in. Because it isn't, you know, groundbreaking. No. Even for him. No, and all, no, no. You know, this is what he does. Yeah. So, Adam, what do you think? Uh, I'll pass, but again, you know, it's not It's not like I'm angry about it. I'm, I'm just, it's just not my thing. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna buy it, but I'm not gonna. It's like with a small, but like a small B, not like a giant all caps buy. It's gonna be like a lowercase buy. You're gonna buy it because you love him. (laughs) And I want him to note that I have bought it. (laughs) Pass. Andre. Shocker. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. Because I like me some Mary Johnson. I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) I'm gonna buy us a hammock lady. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna sit out there. Well, the cats watch us. <laughs> I didn't even know Dwayne Johnson was making music. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, such a he's good ukulele player. He's a very good ukulele He's soundtrack for the new Hercules movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's hard. All right, so that is apparently our, our, our podcast for this week. This is uh, in the 74th episode. Andre, this is your last wow. episode. Wow. For you now. from physical, as a physical being. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you, are you, have you seen the advances in science? <laughs> I told you to stop watching we Cocoon so stronger. much. We That's not real. Uh... uh Andre's going to sublime. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what have you learned in 74 fucking episodes? 74, wow. not hours, wow. like hour and a half. So, this is Holy a lot shit. of your life. This is a, that's a big question. Well, that 
even though Paul is a good friend of mine, we don't listen to the same type of music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That uh, I I actually have to leave the country now. Otherwise, I would join Carrie on a stalking of Eric Johnson uh, in the van. So and as uh, we discussed earlier, I've learned not to say super tramp. Hall and Oates and Boston Third Stage. Then you just gotta the you just got to hose them down. Yeah. 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 Those are life lessons, right? Yeah. Paul, what, Paul, what, what have you learned about Andre? Any situation. Out of all this. Everything and nothing, Kevin. <laughs> Everything <laughs> and nothing. Everything and nothing. I think I, I think what I've learned in, in doing this because this started because Paul you you sort of dared us to <laughs> no you did we were doing the one thing and then you're like do this I'm like what the fuck is that and that's sort of how we've done this all the time uh, your efforts Andre have been sort of the spirit of doing that cool. you leaving doesn't negate that yeah. because I think now we're all like well shit man this is happening let's do this um, <laughs> uh, I definitely have a sad because there's nothing more fun than doing this. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Like sitting down here, well, getting getting trolled about. by moms yeah. across <laughs> the country. Huh? Yeah. What? I was waving the fact that your girlfriend is you sitting here, so you is, might want to yeah. tone down the no, nothing is more fun perspective. than spending time with you, Andre. Also, yeah. Gus is right there, and he's getting really <laughs> upset. Dude, I heard that. Yeah. All the cats are staring yeah. at you, we're as is your girlfriend. We're here. having a moment. <laughs> we're, 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 we're talking the into the same in. microphone, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Edit me out. Jeez. But... Uh, <laughs> Wish you luck where you're going. We can did. you say where you're going? No, you can't. I can't. You can't? I'm going to Turkey. You're going to Turkey. Hey. Yeah. So we're opening the first international office yeah. of Chunky Glasses. <laughs> yeah. Because what are you doing? What are you following? What am I following? Yeah. I'm just hanging out. He's <laughs> following your hobbies. I'm doing some turkey, na- I'm going to do some napping. <laughs> on a hammock. And hammock. napping and oil wrestling. <laughs> in Turkey. Which are all huge in Turkey. Well, shit. Hey, it's listen, man. Sport. Yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> okay. Hold on. When, again, listen, listen, okay. listen carefully. Listen carefully. All right. Hold on. One more time. Now try, try to say it. Try to say it. Beni Udurmian Lufta Lufa. You said please at the end. Ben, I something. Beni Udurmian Lufta Lufa. Dude, this, this is the. This, you should know how to say this I, in I any language. I think he's coming on to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see it. That's a direct proposal. Do you want to guess what's in my pocket? No, just take no. <laughs> this is the best. All right, here, take, take a look and read read the translation. Oh, you got it. <laughs> is that a shawarma skewer, or are you just happy to see me? It's just no. It's just it's this. This is no. I tell someone to please not kill me. Right. It's please. It's please don't kill me in Turkish. In the event shit goes down when you're over there, you know. It's just important. Like I, 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 I want to learn that in every language. 
you know, just because I think that's the most important thing. At least three more Turkish lessons. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) At least. least. Well, at any rate, Andre, we're going to miss you. And uh, we know you'll be back. And then uh, you can hang out in this picture, which Shane is occupying now. Shane, who's replacing you? I'm obviously replacing you. Exactly. (laughs) I get a microphone, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the other buds are. Or anything. Or, <laughs> or any band. Uh, so that's our podcast for this week. Uh, next week, I promise it won't be this. We'll be nice and tight because it'll just be me and Paul being angry at each other. And Adam. All right. Uh, thanks as always. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for coming to the camera. Uh, we will talk to you in about a week. Later. Bye.